Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? Al Michaels is in his 36th season doing play-by-play for the premier primetime NFL game. With Mike Tirico having picked up some of NBC's NFL games, speculation has centered around when Michaels may hand over the booth torch to Tirico in the way that Bob Costas passed on his Olympics hosting duties to his fellow Syracuse alum. As the NFL kicks off, Michaels has no plans to step away at season's end. Frankly, um, I have chosen to just concentrate on on what's directly ahead of me right now and uh, been doing this, as you know, for a long time still love doing it i don't know what the future holds and that is the uh, the truth but i mean as we uh, go through the season and we get toward the end of it uh, i think there will be a little bit more clarity uh, see how i feel about certain things but all i know is i just want to make this which is a year 36 for me on prime time football uh, the best and then uh, we'll see what happens i just have not come to any any conclusions uh, at this particular point. Michael says he hasn't seen a drop-off in his abilities, and his peers haven't either. If I begin to feel that I can't do it the way I, I have to do it and want to do it and have done it, I think I'll be the first to know. I think if, if all of a sudden it just doesn't click for me the way it has, I should be the first to know. Uh, and believe me, I'm not going to just play out some sort of a string to set some sort of a record or or be a burden on anybody. I mean, as long as I feel like I can get there as quickly as I, I have to, can do the job to a, to a certain degree. And certainly I, I get a lot of feedback from the people who really know me and work with me, and they get it too. And uh, I want them to be, and they have been, very, very honest. I, I feel good. I mean, I feel good physically. I feel good mentally. And, and hopefully uh, that continues. I mean, you never know what what's around the corner, but for right now, I feel great. One of the people who knows Michaels best, Sunday night football analyst Chris Collinsworth, says Michaels, his pitch selection, and his sense of humor are still strong. It's never been the uh, the fastballs that worry me about Al. It's the knuckleballs and curveballs. It's <laughs> always been my concern, yes. NBC has February Super Bowl in Los Angeles, where he moved in 1958 when his family and the Dodgers headed west from Brooklyn. Will Michaels ride off into the sunset after the big game? It's a, uh, an irony that it comes at a time in my hometown where, you know, I'm, I'm winding down to a degree, and I don't know how much longer it's going to go on. But, no, there's no uh, sense, in, as far as I am concerned, you know, to put a coda on some part of my career just because the Super Bowl is in Los Angeles. I'm just thrilled that I'll be able to take an Uber home. It's as simple as that. Winner of 2021's National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum's Ford C. Frick Award, given annually to a broadcaster for major contributions to baseball, Michaels began calling Major League Baseball 50 years ago as the voice of the Cincinnati Reds. He describes how his philosophies changed from radio to TV. The big difference is radio and television. When I was in Cincinnati, I started out on radio. And one of the big differences between the two mediums is that in radio, you have the ability to use verbs. Now, you can use verbs on television, but people can see the verb. So I have found through the years that uh, it's it's okay to speak in, in ellipses because somebody can see 
what the action is. And unless you describe it perfectly the way their eye sees it, it can be a little disconcerting. I, I would say through the years, there's been a great involvement. First of all, the technology today is unbelievable. I sit there and I, I watch the game. I'm looking at the monitor during the game, and I'm, I'm amazed by how beautiful the game looks, how sharp and clear the game looks, how inside the game you can get. I think my feeling's always been in play-by-play that to a certain degree, less is more. You don't need to over-talk. You don't need to overwhelm the viewer. It is a visual spectacle. So I think that's one of the, one of the keys. Uh, you just can't have incessant chatter. And I think the other thing is to, to make sure you're working very much hand-in-glove with a partner. And I know he's on the call, obviously, but uh, I've had no more fun with anybody or had more enjoyment working with anybody than Chris, because he just gets it. And I think what we do is we, we both have the same philosophy. Make this interesting for the viewer. Make it entertaining for the viewer. Don't go over the top. Don't make it about us. But try to, you know, to, uh, to, part, to get the viewer to understand certain things that we know, that we are aware of, stories that we know that they will find interesting, and do, do the best you can with that, but to me, that's a, you know one of the differences. And you know, through the years, it's been—it's not that this all happened overnight. It's been a gradual process. But again, I've always been—you uh, know—I guess I, sometimes I go back to the tenth grade journalism: who, what, when, where, why. This is why we're there. You know, people want the answers to questions that they don't know the answers to. And so, for the most part, I know this is kind of a long-winded way of explaining it, and I. I'm a guy who just started out by saying less is more. I'm giving you more than less right now. <laughs> but I think I think you understand what I'm talking about. Two other Frick Award winners, longtime Dodgers voice Vin Scully and former Red Sox and national legend Kurt Gowdy, influenced Michaels. And he says his style shares attributes of each announcer. Maybe in the middle, to a degree, I think that you know both men were wonderful listens. Uh, and they... they, they I think the key to any really good broadcaster is communication, knowing how to communicate, knowing how to connect with your audience. And Gowdy and Scully did it in different ways, but both were were so enjoyable to listen to. There's no one way to do this. I mean, as you say, those are the two guys I really admired and, and idolized and took a lot from both. But I think I took a little bit from 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 both guys without trying to sound exactly like, you know, one or the other. Which young play-by-player will be the next big thing? Jim Nance, winner of the Pro Football Hall of Fame's Pete Rozelle Radio Television Award in 2011, an honor bestowed two years later on Michaels, says he learned from personal experience not to identify who to watch. I'm not going to name anyone, um, and here's why. There was a really prominent broadcaster early in my career, uh, who got asked that question. And I was really early in my career. And um, I mean, one of the you know top 10 guys of all time. And my, my name happened to be in, in, in his answer with others. It meant the world to me. But there was another occasion where another legendary broadcaster got asked something somewhere. He didn't mention my name and it hurt. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to put anybody on a list right now. Trust me. This is something I'm very involved in. And I take a lot of pride in trying to mentor young broadcasters 
In fact, the College Sports Broadcaster of the Year Award um, is named after me and is one of the great honors of my career is, uh, is to see that young person recognized every year at the National Sports Media Association Banquet. I mean, it's just a tremendous thing. And I have not only been involved in it with those who have won, I'm not in the voting process, but I've reached out to them every single year and I've kept a relationship with virtually every single one of them. I've looked at their tapes constantly. There's a, a running dialogue with feedback, et cetera, et cetera. I will say this, there are so many more young people that are involved, wanting to get involved in the business than it was when I, you know, when I was coming out of college. It's a completely different world. There are so many people that want to get into this universe. I don't blame them. Uh, it was a dream job for me. Uh, it's what I all I ever wanted to do since I was 11 years old was to work specifically for the CBS Sports Television Network. Uh, and I, I mean, I count my blessings every day that I've, I've been given that chance. Um, and again, but when I was starting out, Andrew, there were three networks and uh, a couple of independent stations. And then, you know, ESPN rolled along in 1979 and opportunity started increasing. And, and, and we all know that there's so much content out there now. There are more jobs, but there are definitely 10 times more people that want to be in the process. So we have a lot of great ones. We have great young people, including right here at CBS, I'm proud to say. And I've tried to avail myself to anyone that uh, is looking for some feedback about what they're doing. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's an honor to be, um, to be this many years down the road, happier than I've ever been in my career, working with the people I want to work with, uh, trying to produce great television and have a good time while we're doing it every single week. While Nance won't anoint the next great play-by-play announcer, he says analyst Tony Romo is the best to ever do that role. Plus, he picks a current coach and a veteran quarterback who he thinks will do well. well listen, I'm sitting there for the best. The best, uh, I believe, when it's all said and done, will be viewed as the best of all time. So I couldn't be happier. <laughs> we do we do think, though, that Mike Tomlin – Mm. would be a guy he said who of coaches or players like I think Mike Tomlin would be a guy you thought right? Tomlin has a way with uh phraseology that nothing yeah. is uh stated the same way twice mm-hmm. I do think he would be uh, outstanding if he wanted to do it but he's still young even though he's so accomplished he's already built a hall of fame resume yeah. um, um but, but uh Mike would be brilliant uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you can almost bank on it. He will be broadcast whenever, after he plays for his 32nd NFL team. He'll be, uh, he'll, he'll be uh, a great addition to somebody's broadcast crew. Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes and find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm on Twitter at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.